Have you ever wondered what it's like to sense, feel, connect, and talk to the spirit world? Well, now here's your chance. For the first time, I'm opening up my Discover Mediumship Workshop to the public online, where I run it in a small, intimate group, helping you to learn how to connect and communicate with your spirit team and your past loved ones in a four-week module. It's just a nice introductory space to get you started so you can feel the love and guidance I feel on an everyday basis. So if this is interesting you, head over to peterwilliamsinnerpower.com slash discovermediumship and secure your spot today. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams and for the past 10 years I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I am really happy to be back in this studio. I have been doing the quick rounds once again. I've had the privilege of ducking up to central coast Queensland, so the Whit Sundays area, Kyle Beach, Rockhampton, and recently just getting back from Cairns, which was absolutely awesome. And it was the Cairns event specifically that has uh, drawn me to get back in the studio and do these couple of episodes based on what has kind of happened over there, some of the stories, some of the connections, and the questions that the audience was asking me at that time. Which brings me up to a really quick point. While I've got you, while you're here, if you have a question that is burning on your brain at any point, please feel free to either you know drop a comment email us, DM us on Instagram, you know, uh, Facebook, wherever, uh, more than happy to have a look at it. So, because I just always love being able to help people wherever I can. So, and this one in particular is more about the journey of the passing soul. This is what I have been dealing with for a long time now. <laughs> it's, just, it's an interest and a passion of mine and I love it, love it so much. And I'm just hoping that in this episode, I can give you a little bit of understanding on a few different angles. So we're going to have a look at this and a few different things. So the first part is we're going to have a look at what it is from your actual loved one who is passing. We're going to look at it from their soul perspective. And then on the other end of this, I'm going to talk about the connection between them and yourself and how and when they can connect with us. I'm going to give you a couple of different angles and perspectives on that one. So this is the episode, so we're going to roll into it, and we're going to have a look at it. So it is something that we're all going to go through. This is something that we are all going to face at some point in our life. And quite often, for kids especially, it's our pets and our fur babies that we experience the first pain of grief and, and death is a lot with pets, and it kind of somewhat prepares us to an extent, not a lot, but it gives us a feeling of knowing what it's like to lose a loved one. And it's a, it's a big one, but obviously as we grow up, we are going to lose people around us and the people that we love. But the whole thing here is I want to acknowledge for every single one of you, whether you're watching or you're listening, is that it's a beautiful journey for the soul. It may not look that way or feel that way being 
the survivor being the person around them watching them because let's face it not everyone's passing is peaceful not everyone's passing is nice so it can be quite traumatic at times but what's really important right here what i'm talking about it doesn't matter how we pass there is always a nicer feel to it for the soul let's just have a quick look at this number one is that it doesn't matter how we pass, we are being prepped by other loved ones and other guides on the other side well and truly before our exit point or our passing time comes. On a soul level, we experience this and we experience death in a very different way. We don't experience it with the same level of emotion, pain and attachment that we do in the human form. The soul, that's is a very different way. And that's why I wanted to explain it from this angle. And I'm hoping, I really do, I'm hoping that this will give you a little bit more sense of, of comfort and peace about your loved one that you may have lost. And so what happens is we get prepared for this before it happens. And sometimes, believe it or not, and if you think back to losing your loved one, you might even recognize this, but sometimes, not a lot, but sometimes when someone's getting ready to pass, they actually get up into a bit of a cleanup mode. You might find they start clearing things out or they might start handing things away to people. Oh, did you want this jewelry or did you want this ring? Or, oh, by the way, I had these folders or CDs or whatever. You know, I've got these and they're kind of starting to declutter or hand things over. They might, you know, some people in some cases start talking about, oh, you know what? I would like this song to be played at my funeral. And it catches you off guard like, okay, that's interesting. Why would you mention that out of the blue right now? So sometimes these are little telltale signs, kind of them kind of getting ready to pass because we get prepped very deeply and very subconsciously at that point. Now, that's not to say, look, I know for a fact that <laughs> my, my mother has multiple times talked about her funeral songs and she's still here with us. So it's not always saying that way. I'm just saying, because I'm thinking, no, we can talk about these things and it's something that we reflect upon, uh, but it doesn't always mean. But what you'll find is if someone is actually going through that and they've kind of been prepared on a subconscious level, a lot of these things will come together. So the clearing up talking about the songs, maybe preparing of wills, talking about people, catching up with everyone, feel like needing to get a lot of things done in a short period of time. So sometimes that can be a little bit of a sign that, you know, something is coming. But the whole point is, is that it doesn't matter whether we pick up on the sign. It's not about the sign. It's just showing you that we get prepared on a soul level. And it doesn't matter. So once we get past that, then when we start looking at the transition or the passing itself, once that starts to happen, that team and our own personal loved ones that probably spent life uh, with us, like, you know, there might be partners, parents, siblings, things like that. So people that we know and recognize from this life will be around us and really connecting with us and nurturing us with so much love and healing and letting us know that it's going to be okay to let go of the human body and they're around us now you might have experienced and i've seen this myself and with all the connections i've done i've, I've run into a few times and it always blows my mind and it gives me such a, a wonderful kick when i see an audience member or a, a client recognize and going oh my god how did you know that when i'm like hey look you know i'm seeing they show me they're there they're 
on the bed and they're very much in and out of consciousness. But then all of a sudden, very lucidly and very vividly, they kind of pop up and go, I see Rob. He's at the base of the bed. And for the people around going, like, no, Nan, that's, you know, he passed away. He's gone. But if, and like, I say that to them from their Nan and they're like, she actually did do that. Well, I said, because Rob was in the room. Rob was there getting ready and helping and letting her know that she, like, he is there to help her to make that, you know, journey and to let go of the physical body. And I love that reaction. They go, how did you know that? It's like, because they were there. This is a soul thing. They see it. They sense it. And they can pass that message on. But the beautiful thing is it's great and massive validation that we are more than the human body. The soul does exist. And I love that validation. And that evidence is such a beautiful thing. And it's so wonderful to know that our loved ones are around us at that very, very, it is a, it's a bittersweet moment because sometimes it's nice. It's a blessing for them to pass because they might be suffering. But of course, it's always sad to lose our loved ones. But it's always nice to know that whenever or however we pass, we have loved ones there waiting for us to meet us, greet us, and help us with that transition. We are met with so much love, so much comfort and healing in that moment on the other side and on that soul level. And I can't stress that enough. And it's, it is, like I said, it's bittersweet because I, I've experienced it from both. Like I've lost my own personal loved ones here in the physical form, which is always rough because you've got those emotions and memories and grief. But for our loved ones, knowing where they go and what they feel, it's actually a beautiful, exciting journey for them. And they do, it's bittersweet for them too, because they do look back and they look at us and they go, oh, I have to leave them. But when we look forward, it's a beautiful, amazing opportunity. And they're like, I've got to go here. And once they get there, it's a massive welcome home party. Huge, huge, huge. And what the beautiful thing about this is, is that welcome home party is not just the loved ones that you've you've like lost and missed when you've been living, but there's also soul family members. And what I mean by soul family members, these are the people and the souls. Well, they're not really people, are they? It's going to be the souls, I should say. And I always see them as personalities. That's why it's easier to call them people. So forgive me if I've caused confusion to everyone. But the whole point is if you're there and you meet other souls and you have instant instant recognition, but you will not recognize them because they were not in this lifetime with you. But those souls, part of your soul family, the ones that you hang out with on that other side who have been waiting for you while you've been on holiday or break having this lifetime, they are also there welcoming you. So there's a beautiful, beautiful interaction there in that meeting room. So huge, huge welcome home party. And that's where it's a bit of a a bittersweet saying again too is, it is very much the case that we miss them more than they miss us. Because when we do make that transition, we let go of the physical body, it's a huge love, healing, welcome home, massive party. It is actually very, very joyous. So it really uplifts their spirits. It really encourages them. And it's a huge welcome home. And you kind of, you, you do look back and go, oh, you know, I miss that but I've done my time there and I'm ready for to come home now. 
and that's what it's like. And the great thing is after that, very, very briefly, this is a whole detailed thing, everyone, just letting you know, like I'm giving you the super duper condensed quick version. I have like three hours of short videos in my Afterlife video series that go through all of these things and break down all these little questions that have been asked over the years. So if you want to have a look at that, you're more than welcome. We can put that up in the show notes and put a link there, but you can find it on the website, just the Afterlife video series. So I'm giving you this, the, the condensed version, and I'm just being mindful to let you know everything that I want to in this very short episode. But the great thing is after the meet and greet is then we also then kind of get, we leave the welcome home party, and then we have to go through the big stuff. We have to go through what I call the life review. That's where we watch everything from go to woe again, and we feel everything again. It's a huge part of it. That's where a lot of the healing also happens because we get to go through everything. We get to revise everything. We get to like really sink in and not just feel what we felt, but we also get to feel what the other people felt. Now, to give you an example of that, you will, in your life review, every single one of us, you will see yourself from the moment of conception. Yeah, okay. I know that might be a bit gross for some of you. You might go, oh, but you'll actually see the wonderful and, you know, not always wonderful, but you'll see the circumstances from where you were born and how it came from. And then you'll see how that molds you and fit it into your life lessons, your life plan, and the design that you were working out for yourself. So you actually get to see from that moment. And, you know, in most scenarios in most cases not all but in most scenarios and cases you will also when you are born you will feel the emotions more often than not love that your parents so your mother or your father maybe your grandparents who are there supporting you you will feel the love that they are giving you you might even see the change of when maybe one of your parents was a little bit worried about you know having a you know having you at first, only to be born, and then you see the pure and utter love that overcomes them once they hold you. And not only that, you get to remember from when you were a baby when you felt that, and you get to feel your feelings again, but you also get to feel their feelings again. So it's a really kind of beautiful way that the spirit world works. Now, that's where it works on a, on a nice way, but let's just flip it around here because, and this is a big one I do talk about in a lot of my live events, is that what happens is where it gets good and crazy is that you also get to feel this when you've had a falling out with someone. So let's just say you've had an argument with a family member, friend, work colleague, whatever the situation may be, you've had a big falling out or been a massive kind of debate or some shape or form, and it's resulted in you know, a parting of ways. In that moment, in that situation, in this life review and the healing, again, you get to see watch and feel everything that you felt at that time. So you have to relive it. But where the kicker comes in is, again, you also then get to see, feel everything that the other party also felt and was thinking and going through at that time. The reason why you get to do this is because you get to understand their point of view. And as a soul being working through this, we have far deeper ability to comprehend and merge both of those together. But this also teaches us and shows us where we may have completed things and where we have gone through life lessons. In some instances, it can go the other way. It can teach us where we kind of may have felt a little bit short 
of learning the lesson where we might not have quite seen it through for what it was. And therefore, we kind of take notes of that and that might get applied again later in a different lifetime that we get to do. So there's a lot of beautiful healing that is done during your life review. And then once you kind of do that, you start to integrate more into the soul world, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then what happens there also during this process, your loved one in the soul form will come back and pop in and visit you, your family, and hover around. What I need to make abundantly clear here is that more often than not, in the first three months of your loved one's passing, they will hang around you a little bit more intently because they're actually wanting to make sure that you're okay. We know they're okay. They know they're okay, but they're actually feeling you. They actually sense and feel the pain and the grief that they leave behind by moving on. And they're around us and they just want to make sure that we're okay and you may feel them. Again, this is a bit of a double-edged sword because you might very well go, yeah, I felt them around a lot. You might smell them. You might sense them. You might dream about them quite frequently. You might have your smoke alarms going off. I know that my dad did that to us. Our smoke alarms were going off like crazy after he passed. And I was like, there was no reason. There was, we weren't even cooking. We were laying in bed and there's nothing on. Smoke alarms go off. So electronics go off. You might get your nature signs and stuff like that. They're just letting you know that they're around. They're wanting to show you love. They're wanting to show you support. They want to help heal you in whatever shape or form they can for you. The downside of that is sometimes you can feel them so strongly, but eventually they are also going to have to step back and start living their life in the soul world. And when that happens, I know for some people, that can be almost like losing them again. It is a tough one, but I hate to say it, there's nothing we can do to avoid it. We have to go through that process. So that's a big one. And they kind of go through. And then we have different jobs. We've got different things to do in the soul world. So it doesn't stop us. Like we can have a chance to have a bit of a break. We can have a bit of a holiday and kind of go through it. But we kind of get excited about what else is there and what else we can uncover, what else we can learn. So we're very, very curious in the soul form and in the soul world. It's a beautiful thing when we get there. That's the very, very crash course of the journey of your passing soul and the past loved one. We get met and we're encouraged. We, we are helped in that transition. Then we are taken through the meet and greet, the life review, the healing. We get the visitations back to us and then we kind of start to integrate. So this is where it brings me to another big topic that I want to quickly condense again. So apologies. I know that I'm kind of rushing it, but I do want to give you as much bang for your minute of listening time here. So just bear with me. Where this comes in, and this is where I really got prompted from the most recent live event in Cairns, was the question was about, well, how long before you can seek out a connection with your past loved one? The reason why I wanted to add this at the end of this, I wanted to show you what is happening for them. Therefore, this will give you a bit of understanding about what I'm trying to say (laughs) is I'm hoping by explaining what happens for them, what I'm about to tell you will make more sense. So in answer to the question, how long before we can connect with our loved ones? This is a two-sided question. First one, soul side, speaking from your loved ones or your past loved one perspective. So number one is you got to understand that we are either in the human body or we're not, okay? I'll call it the meat suit. You're either in the meat suit or you're not. If, you're, if you've passed, you're out of it. You're no longer human. You're in soul form. There is no transition. 
right? You are completely in soul form. You don't get stuck. There's no needing to go through it. You are there. You are met and you are guided from that moment. So you're either a human or you're not. So from there, the, the cool thing is as soon as your loved one is in soul form, they can visit you. You may have very well experienced this or you may know someone who has where you have had a dream of a loved one that night only to wake up and find out the sad news that that person you dreamt of had passed during the night. If that is you, if that is your experience, or you know someone who's had that experience, that is that particular soul, that loved one's soul coming to visit you to let you know they're leaving. And it's hard because they don't really give you that sense in that dream, but they are wanting to visit you. And that is a very, very quick visit. And they know that you're open to receiving it and they have the ability to do that. So it goes to show you that as soon as we are in soul form, very much as of the passing, we can connect or they can connect with us at any point in time. And they will do that through their process. They'll be in and out, in and out. It won't be a constant, okay? It never will be a constant because it's not designed to be that way and it's not healthy for us in our grieving process. But like I said, they'll hang around more so in the first three months and then they'll start to take their step back and further and further. But that is a general consensus. It's not 100% for every soul. So I just want to keep that in the back of your minds if you're thinking about, you know, connecting with this or feeling them that way. Now, the second side of this is when you, as a person, as a grieving loved one, is seeking a connection with your past loved one, comes a different angle and perspective. Now, technically, yes, you can connect with them at any point from their passing because they can connect with you. However, if you are seeking out a connection, if you are looking and like you might end up going to a medium or seeing someone to help you bridge that gap. Now, we always, and any good ethical or uh, medium that works with integrity will tell you two things. Number one is give yourself a minimum of three months. Then we highly recommend waiting at least six months before seeking this out. Here's the reason. Number one is your grief. Your grief is a big part of the journey, but grief also has a very unique energy signature and grief from a connection point of view is a very difficult energy to work with when we are seeking that out. Now, the other thing too is it's like, that's why we say at least six months because you're going to get out of that initial kind of grieving period, that heavy energy. And it's also giving your loved one a little bit more of a chance to be more connected to them and get their energy right on a soul perspective. And then with your grief being a little bit more settled, with your loved one in, this, in a soul form being a little bit more settled, it's going to help bring about a more solid connection for both of you. That said, no one can guarantee you that connection. However, if you are going to seek this out, give yourself and your loved one and the person and the medium that you're going to be working with the best possible chance to make this happen. And by doing so, waiting those timeframes are really going to help you. It's just a really interesting thing is I always like to clarify that, especially when I get asked that question. But I'm really hoping here that this has helped you to understand what happens for your loved one when they pass. And it's also helping you to understand 
how they can connect with you and how you can connect with them because it's a really powerful journey. It's a really important journey and it's an important journey for your loved one who has passed, but it's also an important journey for you during this period of their passing as well. So I really do hope this has helped you and I really just hope this brings a little bit of sense of comfort for you knowing that they are completely okay. They've been met by other loved ones and they've integrated there. It's a full of, full of love and healing and they are still watching and looking after you from that side as well. Just remember, guys, they are never far away. You know what the matter of fact is? They're only ever a thought away. Only ever one little thought. If you think of them, you're connecting with them. They can hear you and they can connect back. Never, ever forget that. And you'll always have your loved one with you. Hope this helps. And like I said, if you have any questions or you have anything for that, please feel free to leave a comment or send us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. But I just, again, hope this really helps. And thanks for being with me. I know it's a jam-packed one, a lot of info there, but we'll give you some links and take you further on your journey if you so wish. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.